Welcome to this week's edition of the Casual Shooters Podcast. This week you have me, you have Chris. Hey. And you have Leo. You. Wasn't sure we were going to have all three of us, but it's exciting that we do. We end up having another guest this week. This week uh, we welcome Bill Duda to the show. You probably know him better as the go fast, don't suck guy. Let's bring him on in the show now. Hey, Bill. Cheers. Cheers. Why don't you go ahead and take a moment and introduce yourself? I am Bill Duda, the Go Fast Old Suck guy. Thank you. Thank you. Nailed it. I think I'm so. Pretty sure you nailed it. Otherwise known as <laughs> Chuckles on this podcast. Exactly. I see that. <laughs> so, Bill, we usually start with some questions to get to know Bill Duda. Oh, God. Why do you do that? Nobody wants to know who I am. They just want to know how I'm funny. It, All right. it, well, exactly. So it's just to put yeah. you on the spot and see what kind of humor you can come with. All right, let's see what kind fly. of bullshit. What kind of bullshit I can spell? Let's do it. <laughs> Favorite movie? Oh, jeez. Yeah, you guys really are going. Uh, Fight Club. <laughs> oh, Good choice. I don't think yeah, I've heard that one yet. You've pretty much got to have two different personalities if you're going to do a meme page. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah makes sense. Favorite mm-hmm. book. Uh, I well, if you've never heard, I do the audiobooks mostly, but um, it counts because they do it in print. Hold up, Expeditionary Force. You'd have to, it's a whole series, right? It's a whole like storyline series of books, but you got to start with uh, Columbus Day. That's the first book. Okay, Expeditionary Force Columbus Day. And what, what is the gist of the series? Oh, it's total nerdsville, bro. It's not even it's um it's about an alien species that attacks Earth and then another alien species comes and saves, you know, the humans from being dominated by this. We end up going out and sending soldiers out to space and uh it's going very, very badly for us. Uh we have no business out there. And then um one of the, the main character uh meets an artificial intelligence called Skippy. And Skippy is an asshole. I mean straight up asshole. Like damn Skippy. Pompous jerk and but he wants to help because there's a trade-off going on and the whole thing is basically these guys bantering back and forth like college buddies in the middle of, you know, trying to defend Earth from alien species and stuff. It's it's pretty hilarious because of the interaction between the AI and and the main character Joe, so it's pretty cool. Okay, yeah, I've it's never nerd, heard of it. It's totally nerdsville, dude. I, I they're on like book thirteen, and I've gotten to the point where, um, when the new one's about to pop, so about a month before the new one pops, I'll go back and listen to the entire series, getting ready for the new one to drop. So, and it's it's long. The I can't even tell you offhand how many hours each book is on audio audio, but yeah. It's cool. Okay, I was about to ask how how big are the books, but so is that how you listen? If you if so you're you don't on, actually read books, you listen to books. Well, I've read books before, um, but once high I got, school doesn't count, Bill. No, no, seriously. Well, yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I can read. I can read. No, it was. Uh, I was reading books when I was flying a lot, and then um, yeah, but this I've never had anything that hooked me like this book series did. It's absolutely outrageous. It, so a, yeah. Every military shooting group that we have interviewed, none of them read. 
which is surprising with the Air Force. I was like, you guys have got to read your the Air Force. They're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they read manuals. <laughs> Eh, sometimes, yeah, Matt, you have to read. Yeah, but you only read what you need to read, and then you yeah, that's... Right. yeah. All right, so here's the Huggy special. What's your favorite superhero? Jesus. <laughs> oh, he's a good. He's a good hero. He was picked he's once. Pretty, yeah. He's pretty badass. Well, yeah. He got... comes back from the dead. He turns <laughs> he's got all kinds of power. How could you not like the guy? He's a zombie. Right, let's go with that. Jesus would be my favorite superhero. <laughs> there we go. That was it. It's unintentionally the correct answer. Right. <laughs> favorite gun and caliber. Right now? They don't have to yeah, they don't have to be the same. Oh well, like uh, it's gonna sound really super cheesy, uh, but there's a reason Atlas guns are what they are and that Atlas and 40, I, I wouldn't give it up if I had to. You do any rifle shooting? I do, uh, mainly for, I mean, no. I was in the Army, so I did lots of rifle shooting as far as that goes. But as far as, yeah, we can we really get into that. But I started shooting USPSA to get good at pistol because I wanted to shoot three-gun. And it's now 11 years later, and I've still never shot a three-gun match. Okay. I'm just hooked into trying to master pistol. I can't bring myself to go spend three times the amount of money at one match when I can shoot poorly at a pistol match. <laughs> right. It's almost as expensive as a three-gun match now. <laughs> depend- well, yeah. Not not in time, though. Well, and it's right. as expensive to go in. Oh, you mean because of primers and everything? Yeah. Just yeah. the ammo cost of pistol. Well, everything. Yeah. Yeah. If I knew somebody that had uh, small rifle primers, I would go buy them and sell them to my buddies that are shooting, you know, 2011s because they'll fire them. So the the last one we usually do is one that's a little bit more unique to the guest. Um, You have this on your website, but I've also heard you talk about it. Um, for those who've never heard or read about the story on the Go Fast Don't Suck website, tell us how you came about the name and take us back to the day when that was said to you and what was going through your mind when you're trying to shoot. Oh, what was going through my mind was that guy's a fucking jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong either. He'll admit he's a fucking jerk. He's there's no um no well, what he's it was a great is, jerk. he's well eh, it depends who you talk to. <laughs> no, it was it was going down. I was making ready. A buddy of mine was shooting revolver as well, and um, and he was just walking past the bay because you, you got to walk past the bay to go down range. And mm. I'm making ready. Just so happens that he's sitting there and he's like, he's like, "Go fast, don't suck, Bill." And in my mind, I'm like, "That's actually a good idea." But what actually happened was I completely shit the bed on the stage because I let something distract me for a few seconds, and. Uh, so it became like a little, I mean, it was a good mantra. So I just kind of started using it as a mantra. And then when it was, uh, I had like, it, it all started because I had like 10 minutes of free time each day and I didn't know what to do with. So I was like, oh, let's start a meme page. Nobody seems to be doing that. And what do I call it? Well, go fast, don't suck. And that's how the whole brand started from that nonsense. Okay. But so yeah, no. OG. 
Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that's how it went down. So I now sponsor him and his daughter with jerseys just to make sure that they don't feel like I ran off with his little saying. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so his daughter shoots USPSA. Oh, dude, she's a she's a little rock star. Uh, Sasha Danchek. Oh, um, she shoots. It was Mike Danchek who said that to you. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mike. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you guys know who Mike is. So, yeah. oh yeah, we've so, had him on the podcast. I, I think Dave forgot that he told us this story. He was so fascinated yeah. by how you told it that it escaped his mind <laughs> that we were like we've been told the story because you did it so well. Though it's uh, it's a compliment to your narrative. It's, the it's the a, arc was it's exactly thrilling. the same, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> that's I mean that's pretty much what he told us. He's like, yeah, I just told him go fast, don't suck, and he was pretty pissed off at me. But then I walked off. <laughs> well that's how that's he'll do he'll do the whole thing yeah but now yeah. now it's kind of like he'll he'll you just yell it at random people too yeah it's like a guy trying to pump his gas and he's like oh, fast, don't suck. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about no <laughs> the pump doesn't go any faster <laughs> you gotta you, you gotta, gotta pull, pull it over more it in. yeah you gotta you gotta pump it out like this that'll right. make, that makes the pump, yeah. pump faster yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's guys obviously oh, oh my goodness God. <laughs> you gotta be careful if you make Dave laugh too hard, he'll get a headache. It takes a lot of laughing, but this is a true yeah. story. Yeah. I almost got a headache one night when, like I was telling you before we started, Bill, when Leo was telling Chris that Gianni's oh, name, the pronunciation of Gianni's name being wrong, I was laughing I, so hard I couldn't stop. I was really hoping that it would happen because I was like, the way what I was saying made no sense. I'm like, yeah, it's uh, it's not Gianni, it's it's Gianni, Giordano. Uh, <laughs> I was like, don't mess it up because it's 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 Gianni Giordano, and he's you like, oh, he wrote it down. He's like, Gianni. You so Gianni, you. shout out to Gianni because we like that kid a lot. But yeah, yeah. So at Area Seven, JJ Rakaza was there, and he had his name listed, you know, Simon, and I can't even pronounce his last right. name. Right. Right, but you should have heard the names that they were kind of coming up with, and the staff trying to read off who was the next shooter, and the squad was totally helping. They were like, "Oh yeah, it's uh," they were saying like uh, Guido, and uh, you know, just totally making up names for JJ. He's standing there with his hair all did. He has a little receipt, but he says hair's all did. He's looking at it, and they're like, they're like, oh, I don't know who this guy is. Simon, some something another. Yeah, yeah, not a not just, a big name in the sport at all. No, Not at all. I, yeah. I'll just completely give up though. If I don't know your name, if I if I look at your name and I'm like, uh and I'll immediately go to you, and I'll, I'll life hand them, or I'll I'll hand it to somebody or uh, SJ initials SJ. <laughs> like I'm not. Right. I'm, I'm yeah, just gonna I'm not even gonna try. This. I'm gonna embarrass yeah. both of us, guys. Just tell me who you are. Yeah, I like yeah. the knife hand. I appreciate the knife hand. Mm-hmm. I was teaching Sasha one time. She was, uh, she walked up and she kind of threw. I was like, "What the hell?" Are you? She's like, "I have a knife hand." I was like, "No." I was like, "You got to do it like you mean it. You got to lock that wrist. You got and you got to drive it straight towards her throat. Mm -hmm. Tell them to go <laughs> paste a target." <laughs> and she did it. She did, and it went from uh, amusing to adorable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's only she was only like twelve years old at the time, and she walks up and she's like, "Go paste the target," and she probably knifed him, and then and then she skipped away with a little pop, <laughs> right, her, right. her pigtails, you know, yeah. go flopping through the way. She yeah, we're like, man, that was hilarious. Probably had her visor on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> when she shoots the open gun, and it would drive her backwards while she was shooting. Yeah. 
goodness. Oh, Safety <laughs> third. It's fine. Right. Well, good thing she's grown a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's getting a little bit bigger. She can uh she can handle it better. She and you can see it in her in her results and the way she handles the guns. So she's doing a good yeah, job. Yeah, for sure. So I'm gonna switch gears. Uh, we're gonna come back to the whole meme thing later. Um, oh, man. Gonna... why would you make that the primary part of the thing? It's not like I'm known for that. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I was. Uh, talking to Dave Ankeny and it doesn't seem like you're doing the ghosting videos anymore. No, no. Uh, I've got that on pause. Uh, yeah, we had to put a pause on that. So on are are you wanting to know why I'm guessing that's why you brought it up? Yes. Okay. So the technology we were using wasn't ready. Um, GoPro. Why not? You buy a GoPro, you hook it up to a power source. It should run all day. Uh, we were having a lot of technical problems with it. Uh, we, we had four GoPros on the stages, and if somebody placed an order, I might have one video of the four and have to refund the rest. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so there, and what was happening was it, I, I was thinking it was overheating, so I was working on some things about that. And finally, I just got frustrated with it, and I called up GoPro. I'm like, I'm like, what in the heck is going on here? And they asked me some questions about how I'm using it, and they're like, yeah. It goes, so we don't really recommend people use them for more than like two, two and a half hours at a time because the, the heat might damage it internally. I was like, oh, so you're saying 10 hours is too long. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, entirely too long. That's probably why you're having all of these weird problems. I'm like, wow. all right, okay. So, um, and for the, what we were trying to do with it, looking around at other stuff, and looking at how much I would have to spend to put, you know, this camera up on a boom, it became like, okay, let's pause this. It's it's fun. It's definitely something that's going to be important that people can use, but the technology that we have is just not ready. So we started a new project that will lead back to the ghost videos. So we'll come back and we'll be able to support it much better than we are now, or we, we were last year. Um, but it'll it'll be completely situated and no more of this bullshit. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I w it would really hurt my feelings to have to refund somebody because it it wasn't so much about the money, but it was like, man, I told you I'd be able to do it, and I and I just can't. It would be stuff like I would have all four of your videos, but I would only have one video of the guy you wanted to be compared against. And it, again, so now I'm back to refunding you three, and you being left with just the one video. So. Yeah. It was still pretty neat, uh, even if it wasn't ghosting with um, someone else. It was still a pretty neat angle the to point have of view, to go back. Yeah, and that was what was really important to me was the point of view. And if you've if you've paid any attention, well, I know I have, but um, once I started doing that, it I started seeing other people showing up and putting their booms, getting tall booms, and they throw their cameras way up high. And that these are guys that are just bringing their own cameras to matches. And then uh, recently, I saw somebody else is playing around with the whole ghost video idea with his, him and his and his buddies at a match. So I've seen him on Instagram. So it's cool. I mean, it's not it's not like it's super secret technology. You can't, you know, get Adobe Illustrator or even use some apps on your phone to make it happen. But not Illustrator, right. Adobe something another. Uh, Premiere. So okay, yeah, the yeah. video editing software. Yeah, Premiere was really good. You can do a, you can be pretty powerful with uh, different features in there. So, 
I'm going to interject as I'm assuming the youngest person on the podcast. Um, for people who may also be of the same age bracket, ghosting means a different thing. So <laughs> just, just to, like, I know what we're talking about because I saw Dave's, which was super cool. But for those people that think that you're going to just ignore them after you go ask yeah, them for a date. Yeah, your money and I ignore Yeah, you. like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your money and go get you a sandwich and then never see you again. Like, can you explain the ghosting thing real quick? Just synopsis so that, you know, ding-dongs are like, I don't know. Yeah. If you, if you jump on YouTube and look for Go Fast, Don't Suck, I think we've got one or two of them up there. But um, what it basically turns into is you take – the exact same view over a, a multi-day match. So the camera doesn't can't move. Otherwise, you end up in a situation where it doesn't overlap. But And then you overlap one person shooting over top of the other one. If anybody's ever watched the Olympics, like downhill skiers, you'll see that they have like the little um, the leader skiing in front of the guy or behind the guy that's currently skiing. And you can see if their paths are matching up and how far ahead the person got. And I thought... I thought, wow, that would be really powerful to learn. Like, you can look at splits. You can look at all this stuff. Yep. But if you can actually see what it is that's causing you to have such a bad stage, come. how did that guy get a second and a half on me? I don't know where he got it, you know? Mm -hmm. We've got the same hits. Where did he pick up the difference? It's like, oh, he, wrote, he reloaded there. Oh, his transitions are so much faster than mine. I haven't been working on transitions like that at all. You know, things like this. And it, and it can be a powerful tool to um, – find a way to make improvements or things to work on in, in training. And, and honestly, the people that were paying for it, half of them, well, let's see, I'd say, uh, 60% of them were that were for that reason, 40, per, uh, uh, 35% of them were because they, um, they just wanted to see how cool it looked to watch themselves shoot against their buddy. And then the, the last 5% were like, they got a procedural or a DQ or something, and they just wanted to see, like, what? what let me get my paper this video. <laughs> and it got pretty bad, though. I, I did have uh, range masters and match directors asking for the uh, the footage of somebody. I'm like, no, that's not that's not your footage, bro. That's whoever's whoever's in that video. You, I was like, you can ask them, and I'll I'll give them the video, and they can give it to you. But that's not how this works, you know. I'm not. That's a that's a product for them. That's not a product for USPSA. So, yeah, fair. Yeah, I had bought the um, I had bought one at the last year's Virginia State, yeah. and did the comparison with Ron Francisco, and it was interesting. There was one of the stages we did. I was like, "How did he get so far ahead?" Well, I took two extra steps getting to a position, and he stopped like two steps short and still made the same shot. I was like, "Holy stage cow!" One? I, I didn't even realize. One? It was stage one. Yep. Yeah. A lot of people went too deep on that target. Yeah, on tuxedo exactly. targets, what's the sense in seeing the C and D of the side you can't shoot at? Stop early. <laughs> and that's what he did, and I did not. So <clears throat> well, now you know. Yeah, exactly. So you you know, you can learn a lot just from watching, especially if you're watching someone who's a little more talented than you, and you can see what they're doing running the exact same course. And with that one, we ran the same plan. So it worked out well. Yeah, sometimes people make a bad plan, and it'll become super obvious in the video. <laughs> oh, I wish we had that video for Huggies. Uh, what stage was it at Nationals where Huggy was? We were like, "What is he doing? Why is he <laughs> like? What is happening?" Well, y'all forget been, which one that y'all been squatted with people, right? Like you go to one of these big matches, and you got some random people on your squad you don't know. 
and the whole squad is shooting the stage a certain way and it's because it flows well and you got some experienced people that are putting the work into how, making a stage plan and you got the one dude that walks up sees everybody doing it that way he's like fuck you guys i'm doing it different <laughs> i'm starting over here and i'm running it completely backwards or i'm going in and out left right around this wall and everybody's like well what part why are you retreating reloading right now i don't understand so, yeah. i think he had a stroke yeah yeah it looks like it looks bad but they'll learn they'll learn so now you and i spoke last october as a matter of fact you were on stage i think it was not 10 Stage 10, um, you were setting up the camera okay. and the boom. All right. yeah, yeah. And um, you had mentioned that you wanted to bring paperless scoring to oh. USPSA. Did I? Well, it's not to <laughs> USPSA, but yes, I wanted okay. to bring paperless scoring to matches. Okay. So, so what you end up with paperless scoring is USPSA, um, to do paperless scoring, you have to get permission from the president of USPSA. It's the only way to do it. All right. So to do to not do a paper backup, you have to get permission to do it as a level two or level three. And you look into what goes into that. What is it? You know, so I'm talking to um, I'm talking to Mike. I'm like, hey, so what is it that you are actually looking for? Uh, how much of this that does it have to be live? Does it ha or do you just need paperless? And he, he, you know, he gave me the whole rundown of what he expects to make sure that the scores are not lost and, you know, everything's on the up and up. And it became pretty obvious. I was like, okay, so the technology that's needed is, first off, you have to have range Wi-Fi to make it work. You don't really have to, but if you want to make it work without there being chances of failure, range Wi-Fi is going to be the way to go. And then you start looking at what practice score is capable of, and doing live scoring is absolutely indispensable to people that are shooting on other days than Sunday. So if you're at a three or four day match, you're shooting on Sunday, you get to go back and look at everybody else's scores. So you get maybe you get an idea of, you know, what the running hit factor is for a specific specific stage, where you might be landing depending, you know, depending on how fast you think the stage is going to be shot. And you look and you're like, oh, how are they shooting it so much faster? Well, you don't you don't get that opportunity for shooting on Friday or Saturday, right? But with live scoring, you can look at practice score competitor and see immediately where how, where everybody's at that's shooting the match already where the people that have already shot that stage even the competitor before you, you can go back and look them up so as soon as you hit approve it re, it posts that score to practice score competitor and you can really get a good idea of where you're how you're shooting throughout the match instead of waiting till the very end to find out how you did so it can it can um it can add stress some people don't want to look at it because it stresses them out but um so what we did was um i went ahead and i bought uh, Wi-Fi equipment. I bought iPads. I bought batteries. I've got all all the equipment. Everybody, the, the entire kit that a match needs. Um, and the way that I'm making that work is uh, to sponsor the match. We're going to come in with the match support role. So instead of just you know sending gift certificates, I mean we do it to matches we can't get to. Um, but instead of just sending gift certificates or swag or product or whatever, um, I'll show up the last day of setup set up the complete range Wi-Fi. If you guys have Wi-Fi, that's great. I can use that. If you don't, I'll use cellular service. And then um, give give the uh, stats people all the support they need to have the tablets, the masters, and everything that goes with that. And they can run the match. And if they have, like, 
they're having technical problems or, you know, a tablet goes down, we got backups and things like that. But it makes it so that the match can run uh, all of the scoring stuff without having to buy all of the technology that goes into it. Um, so that's how we're rolling with that. And the next thing I'm waiting on is I've actually bought 15 commander timers. So not only will we get, you know, the match support with that, but the competitor and the competitors get the live scoring, but the competitors are also going to start getting all the splits too. So if you guys don't know what does it, so with the commander timers, there's another company that does it, but with the commander timers, um, once you Bluetooth them up to one of the tablets, mm-hmm. they will record every split into the practice score app. So when it posts the practice score competitor, you can go in competitor and see in the app, where the guy was gaining time on you, was it his splits or was it his transition? Oh, he reloaded so much faster than I did. How did he get in position there? But you can see all the splits in graph form with whoever you want to be compared against. So it's it's another really powerful tool, and we're just trying to help people be better. So, well, we're trying to be mean to you, but we're also trying to help you get better. <laughs> it's a balancing act. It is. It right? is. Yeah. I'm going to be mean to you about how bad you suck, right. so that you want to go buy some dry fire targets so you can be yeah. better. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dave actually just I loaned Dave my commander timer uh, so that yep. he could practice with Huggies. Uh, cool fire. Cool fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. My brain shut off for a second. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm yeah, pretty sure Dave been, likes uh, it. I've been playing with um, Huggy and I both have the Canic SFX, and Cool Fire makes um, a barrel and a recoil spring you swap out charge the barrel with co2 and it gives you recoil perceived recoil um, but I've, so i've been using my aim cam glasses and some other stuff trying to analyze some things and it's actually better than i thought it was because you can call your shots with it and then i go back and look at the video and see that yes where i thought my dot was my dot actually was and the commander uh timer will actually pick up the report of the gun yes it'll also pick is. it up in dry fire too if you're somebody that has a, a double action hammer so it'll pick up just the hammer too the um yeah the the you were shooting uh you were shooting double taps instead of controlled pairs that's what that was <laughs> <laughs> um so what are we talked to david ankeny last weekend last sunday uh-huh. and um i asked him if jim mcburnett was going to be supplying the wi-fi stuff and he said you were so you're bringing all of that kit to the virginia state championship yep okay yep uh we've done it uh, so we started the first rollout we had for it was the area eight steel challenge then we did the um virginia okay. maryland or not what am i the mid-atlantic uh, the Mid-Atlantic champ, uh, Section Championship, we did it there. And then I, we also had it up there at the uh, the Staten Island Championship Level 2. That was awesome. I I went and shot on two ranges in, on Staten Island. So that was a trip. I didn't even realize there was a range on Staten Island. There, at, right. Let alone two. And they're within yeah. a mile of each other. So it was, it's, a smaller, it's a smaller turnout for a reason, but... They have uh, two ranges. They're right down the road from one another. And what they do is, because of the, the limited size of the range, they've done 
you have five bays at one range and five bays at the other range. You shoot the first half in the morning on one range, and then you get in your car and go down the road and shoot the other half on the other range for just the last part of the day. It's a little bit of a juggling act, but you get to shoot a level two on Staten Island. So that was pretty cool. Wow, that's pretty neat. And you can hear, yeah. like, there's, like, a bus station over here and a Target over there. Not like a Target you're shooting at, like a Target shopping center. Target. On the side of a big oh. firm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Target is just right. fancy Walmart. No, it's, yeah. Well, it yeah. is. It's the one. It's the Walmart without the Walmartians. Truth. <laughs> so I imagine that um, even if you didn't have Wi-Fi at that mat or at that those ranges, you probably still had pretty good cell service there. But where the Area 8 still challenge was, there was no there's, cell service. There's nothing. So how did no. you work that? <sighs> okay, so to do paperless scoring, you have to be able. You have to have backups and things. Basically, everything that you would do for live scoring without actually being able to do live scoring. Steel Challenge, as a sport of USPSA, does not have the same rules as USPSA. Okay, so within the Steel Challenge rulebook, there is not anything that says you have to have certain limitations and you have to do certain things. So we did paperless scoring per the rulebook. And then what we had was uh, the uh, the score person. There's a word for that. Anyway, she would yeah. she would go around in her golf cart, find a signal, pull all the scores, and post them to practice score like throughout the day. So that was really the only way they could make it happen. Um, it, it is an option that was totally paperless for exactly the same reasons we would be able to do paperless. But yeah, there was there was no cell signal, man. I would have mm -hmm. uh, just uh, just doing analog talking wasn't. You'd have to wander around and find a a spy, mm -hmm. and it was never convenient. It was <laughs> I had a generator, but it was like you know have to move the whole tent thirty feet over there to get signal for the morning, and then thirty feet over there to get signal for the afternoon. So yeah, that was really the only way we were able to make it happen. Hmm. But we've got let's see, the next one we're doing is Trident up in Maine. And then Area 8, or no, I think before that's North Carolina, and then Area 8, and then um, the Virginia Maryland, or the Virginia match again. But I noticed that you've, what, you've already been up to Maine once this year, haven't you? New Hampshire for Area 7. Okay, New Hampshire, Maine. You've got Michigan. So you do you do quite a bit up north and Michigan. not... Hoosier? Well, we've we've sp or, oh, we sponsored it. Yeah, we sent some stuff up there. Okay. Yeah, sometimes you didn't actually just, go up there though. No, I wasn't able to make it up there for that. Okay, I was like, that's a that's a lot of traveling around. It is. It is a. It is, but it's um, it's worth it, man. You get to get out in front of people. Um, okay. That's why him and Brian are such good friends. <laughs> well, and that's that's a relationship that is actually really good because. What we do is um, I, I'm a vendor for, there's another term for it, but I'm a distributor for uh, the Hunter's HD Gold line. And what I can do is it matches that Brian's not at. I've got, I've got samples. I've got the, Ru the Ruby ones. I've got the Hunter's HD Gold ones. And if you've never, you never quite understood why people are, why it seems like everybody's wearing them. Um, I'm like, no, just, just go ahead and take them. Go shoot half the match with them and tell me what you think, you know, um, whether you like them, don't like them, whether that's not the model you like, or you need a prescription, we can make all of that happen for you, you know? 
and then um but I'll I'll do that at matches matches Brian's not at. So he's not I don't want I'm not gonna go to a match and I do the same thing. Like I went to Area Seven. I didn't bring anything with me. I brought my motorcycle for shit's sake. Right. Like I'm not bringing product. I'm not promising people I'm going to come up and do something. I, the only thing I have to do with the match is I'm coming up to shoot it. I'm not going to go and pretend like I'm a vendor and bring in a bunch of crap to sell to people because there's people that are participating in that match as a sponsor. And that's for them to do. You know, you, you got, I'm not going to horn in on the match by, you know, bringing stuff. So yeah, if you see me at a match and I don't have anything, it's because I'm just there as a shooter. Incognito. Well, eh, not so much incognito because it's kind of hard to hide. I am, I mean, shit, yeah. back of my shirt's a big picture of me for crying out loud. Right. It's kind of a big deal. We don't have yeah. that problem. <laughs> yeah. I, I pretend like I'm a big deal. Yeah, no, we definitely don't have that problem. I, I met Max Michelle at uh, Nationals and I told him, and I was like, hey, I hope you listen to our podcast. Walked off, totally forgot to tell him the name of our podcast. <laughs> Just forgot. I'm like, Dave, should I go back? And he's on the back of our shirt. It's on the back of it, our shirt. It, it was so, all over the back of our shirt. So, yeah. So hopefully when Leo turned around, he was like, oh, okay. I have a lot of back to look at. <laughs> well, he was really well. What was he going to do? He was check out your dump truck. He's like, hey. I mean, listen, <laughs> if he doesn't, I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> right. But I was like, Dave, should I go back? He's like, no, you can't go back. I watched that interaction. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, okay, good call. Let's go. No, the trick is to embarrass yourself on purpose. So that way uh, he remembers because it's right? an anecdote later. So I don't, I, she had to have found him by now. Uh, area seven, the SIG squad was over there taking uh -huh. pictures in front of the banner while I was walking by. And Alina Mitchell comes over. She's like, Hey, can you take some pictures of us with my camera, my phone? And I was like, Oh yeah, not a problem. Well, <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> now this is something that I do regardless of the audience. Like I've been out in a corn maze and somebody hands me their phone. They're getting selfies of me along with the pictures of themselves. Of course. I like it. That's so there's, so, so there's pictures of me and uh and Trevor Cotter because he was standing there too and we were all posing and taking pictures. So I'm sure she was like this dirt bag. But yeah. <laughs> I love it. Hey, at least no, she knows who you are. Helpful. Well, she at least had to <laughs> delete she my face now. out of her phone. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't know. Her husband's like, who is this? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so on your website, you have the uh, postal match results. Oh, so no. I, I'm going to use your lingo for just a moment. Okay. At last year's state championship, you were first loser to Unlimited to Nick Reynolds by a mere five points. So you were actually one you were actually one of the people watching practice score on, I'm sorry, practice score. Thank you. On Sunday, <laughs> watching the scores. Hey, hey Ron. <laughs> so are you going to, are you going <laughs> to win a belt this year? I, hey, what makes you think I didn't win a belt last year? Uh, did you get one of the small ones? I, I got a little baby one. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Huggy, you can wear that as a watch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe a cock ring. I mean, it's a little. I guess you you guys uh -huh. have met before then. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, they, they had a second place limited trophy, so I was I was super stoked to get something, but super bummed because I was watching practice score and I was I was like, holy shit! I was like, going into this last stage, Nick has it. Like he can't. There's no way he's going to mess this up. But I'm going to go down and watch and tell him he did a good job. You know, be the first one to tell him that he won. And then uh, 
I'm watching him, and it was like his third target in. He punches a shot through the wall, full diameter hit. And I'm like, oh, no. It was alpha miss. I was like, oh. Well, he caught it because of a couple wood chips. So he comes back, and he pumps another shot through the wall and runs off. <laughs> he, had, he had a miss on that target because of those two shots. And I'm standing there. They're like, they're scoring and everything. And they're like, oh, well, you know, it looks like they're both full diameter hits. And I'm like, I, I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, yeah, they totally are. You know, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> you're right. And then just I'm, just, I'm back there. I'm just like, nope. I was like, if, if they give them a hit, it's a hit, you know, whatever. And then, uh, but I'm doing the math in my head. I'm like, ah, he still has it. There's a, even, even with that, you know, I'm doing the hit. Ah, he's fucking got it. Right. So, now, yeah. have you seen the, uh, have you seen the new belts for this year? I have. Yeah. They're pretty cool. I yeah, think he's even, uh... he's even added some belts this year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. told us, yeah. And you can't miss uh, it because Souls or PCC or whatever the hell he calls himself is he, – he keeps doing, like, WrestleMania videos. So I was thinking about doing one with, like, a little squeaky voice. Like, you're not going to get me. Oh, Logan. <laughs> yeah, Logan. Yeah, yeah, Logan. Yeah, Logan, yeah, Logan has been doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Logan's I'll do something WWE eventually. Fan. I'll oil myself up or something and go a little bit harder in on it than he is. I'm going to get you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll say in a squeaky voice, I'll get you, bro. <laughs> oh, it's Mike Tyson. Right. <laughs> I, I, was going, I was channeling my inner Tim Harris. Uh, but yeah, like you it. know, whatever. <laughs> I've got uh, some sorry. video. I got some videos I need to make. I need to figure out. I need to go do a shadow box. But yeah, I got some stuff. I got I, I got so many fucked up ideas, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, got I, some buddies, I was like, oh, you know anybody that does shadow boxes? I'm asking the uh, Go Fast Don't Suck team. And they're like, oh, yeah, somebody does them. They're like 200 bucks. I'm like, whoa, 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 it's for me, man. We don't need. It's not a $200 th- thing. So Can we make cardboard look like wood? Yeah, ba- basically. Basically. Yeah. Or, or at least just like cardboard. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So getting back to your sponsorship, uh, you sponsor quite a few IDPA matches. Now, do you shoot IDPA as well? I used to. I mean, I do. I dabble. Um, okay. I went to the world shoot. And had a, I had a really shitty match. But um, I like going around and shooting. The, the IDPA crowd is – is they're a lot of fun. They they enjoy doing what they do. They, they just – I've got some buddies that are over there shooting IDPA, and they're winning, and they're having a good time. And I'm like – why don't you – you're having a good time winning over there. So why don't you come over here and develop your skills a little more, you know? And uh, it's hard to get some people to transfer. But the guys that, that do it, they really have a lot of fun. And it, it's all it's all about the camaraderie. I mean, it's there's there's a little bit of the competition that we guys give each other. You know, they have the same levels of competition within their own squad and their buddies, you know, making bets before the match to go see who pays for lunch. and um, But it's – I tell people that are wanting to go shoot their first IEPA match. I'm like, bro, I was like, I was like, you just have to do everything like you're shooting USPSA until you're pulling the trigger. Then you need to make sure you're shooting alphas and nothing but alphas. Because a one second penalty for a Charlie is not worth it. No, you're right. So that's a harsh penalty. That's a it used to be a half second penalty. And then I don't know, they thought that they were being too the, the people shooting were going too fast and eating a Charlie here and there. Uh, or a down one and yeah they made it f- a full second and it just becomes you have to you have to slow down and make sure that you're hitting the zero for yeah. sure <clears throat> yeah i saw that you had um 
the Virginia State IDPA was recently, and I saw you had sponsored that. Yeah. Uh, well, I think – is that the one we sponsored? I, that might be the one that we pulled. I don't know. There was there was a match recently in, in IDPA land that we pulled out of, and it was uh, – it was really a, a good decision in the long end, but um, I've shot here in Delaware, this, the state championship several times I've shot uh, the Mississippi championship. I did shoot the uh, world shoot the one year. Um, and I was going all over the place. I was shooting in Maryland and stuff, variety pay stuff too. Cause you have to there to go to nationals thing is a little bit, is a lot different than USPSA. So for those that don't know, the way IDPA runs it is you have to earn points. So if you go to a level two, you earned one point. If you go to level three, you earn two. And the more points you have, so they stack all the points up like a hit factor. So if you have okay. 30 points, you're gonna you're gonna be offered your entry, your submission to to shoot the match comes before the guy that's got 29 points. Okay. So they so go they, right down the list. Right. So you might only have 12 points. You probably still going to make it into the match because not a lot of people might be going to that match. But um, I did get an email from them. Um, they, they want us, they want us to do some interesting sponsorship and we're probably going to do it just because uh, I think it's funny. Like um, Trident up in Maine, we're sponsoring that. And uh, he called me up. He's like, he's like, Hey, or he didn't call me up, but he told me, he's like, he's like, man, he's like, uh, well, how many of the, how many stage sponsorships you got left? He's like, I've got one. I was like, oh, we'll take it. I was like, well, hold on. I was like, we'll take it unless somebody else comes in that wants that instead. Like, if you can get another sponsor, go get that sponsor and put them on that stage. I was like, we'll sponsor something else, anything else. It's not like people are not going to notice our logo. And he's like, well, okay, well, we got that sponsor. What do you want to? What do you want to sponsor? I, was like, I, don't, I don't fucking care, dude. I was like, we'll sponsor the porta potties. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, oh yeah. We're totally sponsoring the porta pies. I'm gonna say I'm gonna bring banners and we're gonna put banners up in the porta pies. It's gonna be hilarious. So right. that's actually on, on my agenda of, of things to do this week is to uh, develop and print out my uh, my porta potty banners for the Trident match. It's gonna be. There's, there's nothing better when you're gonna sit there and a Johnny Blue and sit there and go fast and don't suck at it. Porta John brought to you by a wraparound. Seat cover for Go Fast Don't Suck because no. you're thinking you're thinking branding. The branding is less important than it being like uh, an anime girl sitting there laughing at you while you pee. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's very yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or or <laughs> Yeah. Toilet paper that says, you know, go fast, don't suck. You know, make sure you wipe uh, yourself pretty fast. Don't suck at it. Yeah, we know. Yeah, get it all, buddy. Yeah, right. About look, looking down and seeing all that brown and our logos in it. Nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. But like, okay, uh, yeah, 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 okay. Because <laughs> we we've got a we got a husband wife team, uh, the Mondies down in uh, down out in Alabama, and they like messing with each other. <laughs> he uh, he he come up with an idea, and we sent um, beware of cougar banners down there. And it was his wife that was on her, and it had this whole thing about why you should be wherever and come find the match director and we'll give her chocolate. But it was like, uh, so, but it was like, it was all about them and their their thing. But on her, I, I had taken one of my uh, logos and made it look like it was a tattoo on her arm. So, you know, it was there, but it wasn't really like there, there. You know, it wasn't right That's in your face. Funny. So, yeah, we like having fun with shit like that. <laughs> well, I do anyway. I'm like, no. <laughs> Now, did you compete at Area 7? Yeah, yeah. Shot Area 7. The second year I shot it, so. So, uh, to piggyback on what Huggy was talking about earlier, 
did you witness the dirt nap that occurred? Yeah. So that's pretty funny that you guys brought it up. So the guy that uh, fell down and where the, so there was a gentleman that was shooting uh, one of the stages. I forget which stage it was. Maybe it was nine. Um, and he was going into an uprange movement position and mm -hmm. he fell down, hit the wall, everything. And his gun was still pointing down range by the time he was, it looked like he was unconscious laying there on the ground. It did. So you guys saw that video. It was oh, on yeah. uh, Instagram. Yeah. It was on Instagram. Oh where, yeah. Where, oh, yeah. where did oh, that, yeah. where did that video on Instagram originate gentlemen? Ooh, uh, I'd have fast to uh, Yeah. That guy. Was it you guys? Guy? It was oh, me, dude. Was it? Yeah, okay. I know. That's what I just said. Go fast, don't suck. Yeah. Well, the That's other what guy, I saw. Well, well, yeah, I was like, I don't remember. Oh, I don't God. Where it came from. It was me, man. Yeah. I, yes. So I made the video. I had been sitting on I had been sitting on that sound for a while because I wanted to use it. I knew I was going to catch somebody falling down. And when he did it, I was like, he's not on Instagram. His buddy that was with him was on Instagram. I was like, guys, like, look. I was like, look. This video, this is what I want to do. I want to post this video on social media and, and let people enjoy, you know. And he was he was worried about it. He was like, I don't know, man. It doesn't really, you know, I want to take a nap thing. He's like, I don't know. I was like, well, I was like, I was like, it, it is funny. I was like, the thing is, though, it's not just about you be, you falling down is the funny part of it. But it's also when people realize that you managed all of that shit show you just had without flagging yourself, the RO, or shooting around yeah. off the range or something. I was like, and that's what people are going to comment about. He's like, I oh, don't yeah. know, man. I, I got him to give me permission. I posted it. And if you look down the comments, I think there yeah. was only like one person that was like, oh, my God, he totally flagged his knee. No, the guy didn't right. flag his knee, right? Like, he did right. a good job. <laughs> Fuck it. He, he took a wall to the face and yeah. managed not to do it. And he won. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. So he, and he actually won a reshoot on that, which was awesome. Oh, wow. Be well, it was awesome because he had a really bad stage run, right? But the RO kind of, uh, I don't know if he was a newer RO, but it definitely, like, watching that guy take a hit the way he did, it freaked yeah. the RO out. He was worried yeah. that the dude was out for the count or something. So you he was could like, see it, yeah. So he, he stopped him. Yeah. And after, you know, the whole thing was going around, I was like, he stopped you? I was like, did you break a rule? And he's like, no. I was like, you get a reshoot. He's like, oh, I don't think I do. I was like, yeah. Well, luckily, the CRO had already gone down and taken care of the situation. Like, why did you stop him? He didn't DQ. He should have been allowed to continue or, or you know, stop himself. But since you stopped him, he has to reshoot. Has to reshoot. That's the thing. Has to. So um, the guy was like, well, I don't know. You know, I probably shouldn't. I was like, dude, I was like, you really don't have a choice. You, if you want to score for that stage at all, you've got to go reshoot it. Uh, so he was having problems with his holster because he landed on his double alpha speed holster. And it was all jammed up with sand. He couldn't even put the gun in it. We had to go bring him a, a range rug to stick his gun in. Um, wow. So he went around. He was messing with his holster, trying to get the sand out. And then they let him reshoot it. And we were already at the next bay by then. He had come over for the walkthrough, went back to go shoot the stage real quick, and he DQ'd. Um, he, was, he was having a hard time getting the gun out of the holster with all the sand jamming it up. And he pulled it out. And as he was presenting, he shot a round off into the dirt. And it was, uh. it was unfortunate after all of that. Mm. But... What the dude and his and his uh, his buddy that was there with him learned from that situation was how to take that double alpha holster apart because I had to show him where the screws were and stuff like that to disassemble it. So you live and you learn, but nobody got hurt. It was just a uh, he did end up disqualified, but it wasn't for the fall. So right. he he did a great job, man. I don't know he what he really did. I don't know where my gun would have landed with me taking a wall to the face. Yeah, that I, was crazy. Oh, yeah. You've got the people that hope they can handle it that well, and you got this dude that actually did so. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. even Rakaza said, uh, what, uh, muzzle awareness level 10,000? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, because I had to say that I looked at it several times, and Dave and I discussed about it, and I I could have swore at one point, I was like, did it, like you said, did it go 180? And I was like, ooh, that's really interesting, you know, and of course, we broke it down, and we were like, oh, he did fine. He, you know, he held yeah. it right where he needed to, and I was like, but the thing of it is, I was like, I swore. I'm like, oh, that dude is knocked out. Oh my, was he <laughs> my immediate reaction was like, look, oh, he dead. He does. He <laughs> does look. He does look unconscious. No, he was yeah. just laying there. He was laying still. First, because it was a big fall. Second, because he was making sure everything was pointing in a good direction. And third, you got the RO standing above him, going, "Stop! Stop! Stop!" Right. <laughs> so he's just waiting, you know, for the uh, move around command, I guess. Yeah, you right. can tell that RO was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't blame him. I don't. There's not a lot of people that have been in that situation. Uh, no, I've I've ran matches since my second year shooting USPSA. I've helped RO some kind of match, right? And I've seen a lot of really weird shit. And you really don't see it unless you're actually um, running stages. Area eight one year we did the sliders. Um, so you had to. There was two sliders, one on the left, one on the right. And it went down like a 12-foot pipe. And when you got it to the end, it opened up a port that had targets beyond it. When you let it go, it would go all the way back. So if you let it go halfway, you'd have to go back to the beginning, get it, and bring it back up to go open that port. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah, it was brutal. So <laughs> uh, one of the ways people would shoot right-handed is they would reach across and grab the one on, the, on their right side and run while they were shooting on the left side like this. The intention was you touch hands and run like that. But right. if you can game it, you're going to game it. And everybody, you know, most people figured a way to game it. But this guy, uh, he was shooting a revolver and he had it like that. I think it was a revolver. And he, it was, I don't know. Anyway, whatever he was shooting. But he was running down and he stumbled and fell. So he's falling with his hands twisted up like this. Well, when he fell, he fell and twisted and kept his muzzle pointing downrange like this as he tumbled around and landed on his ass. Well, I'm the RO. I'm standing there looking at this guy, looking at me, holding his gun up above his head like this. And he... He looks at me and I'm not I'm not supposed to give any kind of indication. I'm just holding a timer, right? And I he looks at me and I'm I'm just deadpanning looking at him like he's like, Well, I haven't heard stop, so <laughs> I must be good. And he jumps up and shoots the rest of that stage. <laughs> but uh unfortunately his cell phone did not survive that encounter because he landed on it in his back pocket, totally folded the bitch up in half like this. It was, awesome. Oh, oh yeah, no, it, it didn't, they didn't make it. It didn't survive that at all, but he stayed safe too. Oh, I'm, I've switched out. I'm back. I'm down to, uh, the 1770. There we go. Whatever. I'm down to, uh, bourbon. Okay. Yeah. I switched to red. Nice. There you go. Now, are you sponsoring anything at Area 8 this year? I didn't see it in your list of matches. Oh, we are sponsoring Area 8 again. Um, we're bringing the match support over to Area 8. You're going to um, make jerseys like you did there last year? We will have jerseys. Uh, we'll have T-shirts. We'll have swag. You know, our swag as well as match swag. Um, we'll also, we're also doing things for them like we're doing their staff jerseys. We're doing their um, – I don't think they're doing t-shirts again this year. Uh, we're definitely doing patches again. So I've got a patch design we're trying to get done up. Um, so yeah, we're doing, um, we're trying to help them out with that. And we're also going to do their banners and things like that. So that's one of the things that we, I really like doing for the matches, you know, you, you got, or even sponsors. So that's something we've been doing is like, we got blue bullets and red hill tactical. And 
I just sent some uh, a big order of banners up to another another match sponsor. But it's like if you're going to sponsor a match, one of the things you have to pay you end up paying for is you're paying for your sponsorship into the match, whether it be in material or whatever. But you're also sending them banners, and man, some of these banners were just stupid expensive. I've had to buy them for matches. So um, once I started doing the dry fire decals at home, it became obvious that. I can use the same machine to make banners. So we do them at super discounted rates, especially for matches to make sure that you guys have what you need. And uh, for the sponsors, like if they're, if they're going to send banners like blue bullets and red Hill tactical, they send me a list of who they're sponsoring. We send the banners from my house to the match. If it's enough banners, we ask for a return label and try to get that those banners back and send them to the next match. And the, the sponsors have to keep paying for the same banner and, never seeing again or if you never see it again it's worth it because it's not as expensive as the other guys so yeah you only really need them the last four days you don't want to have to spend fifty dollars on the batter <laughs> right all right so let's talk your uh targets real quick um as i mentioned earlier i got your uh dry fire swinger in today I haven't had a chance to put it together huggy has one he's been using it he likes it um, but what it. was the what was the impetus behind it? Uh, what was the impetus behind the swingers? I, I fucking suck at swingers. That's what. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I let's not I say mean, it like that. Don't tell me that you're stuck at swingers. Uh, Jesus, you know? <laughs> man. I hit so many Charlies and Deltas in the lower part. I felt like I was shooting dudes in the crotch. Um, but yeah, so uh, swingers. The move swingers. One of those targets that. there's more to it than just shooting the swinger, right? You have, you also have to learn how to properly set yourself up to time the swinger, but being able to shoot a swinger after you figured all the timing, which I know how to do, I was shooting really terribly at it. So I had to go fix that. And we ended up developing swingers so that I had something to practice on, but um, okay. so yeah, the, the swingers are pretty, so all of our decals are made so that you can stick them to your walls all over your house without ruining your walls. Well, so we oh, did yeah. the same thing with the swingers. So this is this is the one I've got on my wall here. Um, oh, that was a piss poor swing, but you can set them yeah, up to swing. Yeah. Well, I got my shadow in there, there but yeah, you we, so you can set them up to swing pretty well, and yeah, then mm -hmm. uh, step back and practice hitting the A zone instead of shooting lower, because that's what I found myself doing. I'm shooting at the part that's moving the slowest when really I need to be mm. shooting at a certain point when it's doing this so right that's what i got it for and then you've also got the hardcover part like this and yep. you can make it so that you've got a you've got like a, a simulated wall horizontal or one of the higher horizontals oh, i'm looking at myself you got a higher horizontal <laughs> yeah right but you look good all right or you got the or you got the wall or something like that so you got something to time that you're not trapping it behind a wall or an obstacle or something like that and then they got the uh the little peel off 3m poster sticker the poster um tabs yep. So with four of these so that you can move them around and kind of get the idea um, if you don't know where it's going to live. Or if you want to keep moving it around, then you can go buy some 3M poster stickers and move them all over your house like the other ones. What we currently have, and I've gotten some proofs from my, uh, my 3D printer guy, is we're also going to make a stand so that people that want it to sit around kind of like a metronome, kind of want to put it on a table or something like that. Mm -hmm. We're, we're getting ready to release that where you can use that instead of the uh, sticking it to the wall situation. So nice. I like it. And we're also, will, also going to set it up so that you can adjust it so that you can vary the speed yourself as well. So that's the, right. both of those are coming as a kit. 
Oh, wow. Well, I, will, I will tell you this. Um, I actually had to, your swinger compared against a another company who made a swinger. And I will honestly tell you, your swinger is so much better. Thank and you. Will Thank actually you. Swing longer than the competitor. Was, was it the double alpha one? That is correct. Yeah. So they're the only uh, one that was making one. And it had, uh, you had pretty much had to stick at the glass. Yes. And that's the problem is that I only have a door and I'm like, okay. it has a blind on it. And I'm like, that sucks, you know. And you don't want to open the blinds and have your neighbors see you shooting it. That's exactly what the problem right? is. <laughs> he only owns one door. But yeah, you know, <laughs> one door. And of course, you know, I will have to say, you're the black guy shooting out the door. <laughs> You know, it just doesn't look good. It's hard to tell with this yeah. lighting, though, Huggy. You know, well, that's why I got this lighting. I'm trying to yeah. wash it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I got, I got. We've, man, yeah. Though we've we've done a lot of a lot of trying to make this so that people can use them in their normal. And the other thing is, um, you can use it with the, any of the one six scale. Uh, dry fire targets that we sell, whether it's IDP, USPSA, or IPSEC targets, you or well, hell, we even do that one two gun guy. Um, but we, you can stick any of the six scale targets on there and make it like a half hard cover tuxedo, whatever kind of nonsense you've seen in a match, you can then put on that and practice that as well. Okay, I love it. It's awesome. I'm glad well, you cool. came out with I'm, it. I'm glad so you guys had a good time out, with it. As soon as it came out, I was like, I'm scooping okay. that one up. <laughs> well, that was one, the wild thing was is that we had uh, they were on the they were on the website for a couple months, but and nobody kind of really realized that they were there. We had a few orders for it, mm. and then when I did the uh, the interview with uh, Trevor, and I drunkenly stuck one to the wall, I was not <laughs> able to keep them in inventory. Our, our my my guy that was printing them went ahead, he bought two more three D printers just wow. to keep up with just to keep up with my demand. Yeah. yeah. So, holy cow. Yeah, it was it was pretty wild, but yeah, we got some well, things. I, we're also we're also working on an activator for it. That's a little slower, but we're trying to work mm -hmm. on an activator for it too. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing also. The the stickers are awesome. Uh even Stop when we last it. year I love the stickers. They're so cool. Stop knife calling it. He's going to stop. He's not going to send They're you anything free if you use the wrong term, Huggy. Okay. Okay. The 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 vinyl it's so the decals. awesome. The decals. It's, it's semantics, right? It's like saying clip in magazine. You know what the guy means, but the proper term is magazine, right? Um, no, because what, what I find is I've been – because when I when I do the uh, match support role, I'll bring my booth and I'll set up a full booth and sell dry fire targets and everything there. Well, what happens is people come up and we're like, oh, this isn't a vinyl sticker. I'm like, no, man. It's a coated fabric. It's made to last. I've got targets that have been ha – I've had in my house for four years that I keep moving around. They last. So as long as you don't tear them up. But we – uh, I took them to Nationals last year and put them up in the hotel room so I could – each night could practice different things. Yep. And that's one of the things that I'm trying to promote. Like for Steel Challenge, we actually sell two smaller kits that are like – if you you can bring it with you, set them up, and if you forget them there, fucking cares, right? Like it's a, it's a five dollar right. product. You can forget a five dollar, right? right? Um, but yeah, the the decal you bring you bring some of the six and a quarter scale targets with you to a hotel room, and it'll totally turn your whatever you're doing for practice, other than you know getting inebriated. You know, it'll yeah. it'll 
it'll make it so it's more than aiming at light switches and shit. So yeah, right. Yeah, I, I mean, was actually the, practicing transitions and movement with the the different size targets. Yep. It's fantastic. Yeah. Roll across the bed and you like come up and you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Combat roll. <laughs> that way when you trip and your face hits a wall, right. you're yeah. still good. You know what it's to do. preventative training. Exactly. It's safety training. Uh, the sand isn't near isn't nearly yeah. as comfortable as the hotel uh, bed. But yeah. That was yeah. 800 thread count. Psh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that fault line was stiffer than I remember. <laughs> So it's it's funny that you brought up the um, targets for the steel challenge because I'd actually put in there that I can see that you uh, that people can buy the pendulum stage pack for five bucks. Yep. Now, is that the only? That's the only one I saw. But what about any of the other stages? Pendulum and showdown. showdown. Okay, I didn't see showdown. I definitely Not saw showdown. pendulum. Pendulum and. Oh, you're really. <laughs> God damn it! I gotta go look. Lot, you're right. You're, you're actually right. It might just be pendulum, but pendulum is one of the harder arrays. So we have pendulum and we have showdown kits that can be sent out separately. Maybe I need to update my website, but um, they're just a single sheet. I've got them in a single sheet kit. So this is this is one of the showdown kits. Mm -hmm. Okay. And. This is the pen, one of the pendulum kits. So they come in a, two different versions depending how I'm shipping them. But um, yeah, for five bucks, I mean, you can you can take that five dollar target and take it around with you to a lot of matches. Yeah, you but could. They um, they're really they're really useful because what what yeah. there was only one other company that was doing anything for Steel Town Shirefire, and it was and it still is actually they, they still exist and they actually I've seen them sponsor a match recently so they they're still out there doing their thing um but it's basically a banner all right mm. so it, which isn't mm. bad because it's going to be to scale as long as you step back the correct number of feet and you know it's got it's it's a photo of the stage on a uh, the stage on a bay so you get the background involved and things like that but you still have to end up paying for the cost of the banner along with the product so it's kind of pricey right we're able to do it like this and ship it out for 30 bucks and you get all eight stages now if yep. you're if you're a guy that doesn't want to move the stages around because you, you to do just the eight stages you have to like share maybe a couple targets from showdown when you go do another another stage so you can't leave all eight stages up around your house but if you buy for 42 dollars, you get all eight stages to where you can leave them up all over your house mm-hmm so now do they fit in your audio book for travel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy. I can't. Audio book travel. Yes, as a matter of fact, that's one of our uh, our dealers is audio audible. <laughs> yeah, <go>. Dave. <laughs> Jeez. I should call up audio and do like a, uh, a make ready thing where it's make ready. And you got right. the ROs with different inflections. Stand there you go. Bye. Yes, the baseball umpire at National Alpha. I love oh, yeah. that guy. <laughs> I was, there, yeah, that guy was. The, I forget what match was, but man, it was like when he got to the last one, he's like, and two alphas. Like, yeah, right. dude, so I, I love that sure. guy. Yeah, I never, I never saw that second sight picture, so I'm glad it was two alphas. <laughs> <laughs> His enthusiasm isn't great. Is crazy. Yeah, I'm like, how do you keep? I, know, that I actually wanted days? to get him to be like, like one of my. Uh, 
voice, you know, voicemail things or notifications. So when somebody texts you, you go two alpha. Oh no, I went the other way. I got a sex hotline guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh great. Two alpha. How he was actually trying to get him no, to no, adopt no. him. Make make ready. <laughs> Stand by. Right. Oh lord. Now, initially. I remember you just having um, the Steve Anderson dry fire kit, but now you've got Steve Anderson, Tim Heron, Dave Wampler. Yep. You've got a bunch of them yep. on there. Oh, shit. Actually, let me make a big note. That reminds me of somebody else I'm supposed to be doing something for. He doesn't realize I have his email address, so I'm going to write it down here where you can't see it. Okay. <laughs> and... Because until he, until he tells me exactly what he wants, I can't talk about him. So. Oh, gotcha. So, yes, no, we definitely do um, some of those guys. Um, and it's basically something – when I when I develop a kit for somebody like that, I want them to have something that means something to their students, right? Like buying my $30 kit has a lot of targets in it, but that may not actually be what you need your students to work on. It will. Parts of it will, sure. But like uh, the Steve Anderson kit is where the three, um, where the fading zones came from. So when I bought the company, this had already been developed. But the story I was told was Steve Anderson wanted fading zones. So the outside deltas are um, a more cardboard color. And then it gets a lighter color going into the Charlies and Alphas. And his theory, or the way he explains himself anyway, is... You're more honest with yourself in dry fire whether you think you broke that shot off in the Alpha or in the Charlie if the zone is that much more distinguishable from the previous one. So it's trying to draw, draw your eye in towards the center and making yourself be more honest with yourself as far as if you're actually practicing shooting Alphas or if you're practicing shooting at Brown. Um, but we had people that uh, want the dark lines, so we have the dark lines as well, and we got people that want more simulacrum to uh what you see on the range so we have the faint lines which it's harder at a distance to distinguish where the zones are because that's really how it is in in a match anyway um, but these guys we develop the kits as far as it, it matches up with their their training and what they want their students to work on at home so yep i noticed wampler has a big superman target I, in his. i'm telling you i'm waiting i look <laughs> I'm He's looking got, forward to the Go Fast Don't Suck app where I can set my phone up and I can track it. That's why I'm waiting for the Go Fast Don't Suck. Yeah, there's oh. there's there's some people playing that game already. And I'm I, I'm looking at I'm looking at the number of users for these established apps that have all kinds of that tracking technology and I know what I wanted to do for an app because I was developing an app for a while. I actually mm -hmm. was sitting down nerd fucking coding shit. <laughs> um and yeah there's um there's a couple different things we've got in the pipeline that i'm i want to work on but it's all funding stuff man i don't right. want to i don't want to go out there and have somebody own part of go fast don't suck and try to tell me how to run it so i'm more right. in the as people buy a product it becomes me being able to do more things yeah. and better things so i mean shit dude we started off selling freaking bitch slips <laughs> do you guys remember the bitch slips yeah you, you're laughing but you don't sound like you remember the bitch i slips. don't i don't think that i do okay so we have we originally i'm seeing i'm looking on my computer right now to see if i have i'm actually going to search for bitch 
to see if it comes up with anything. Oh, yep, there it is. Bitch slips. Oh, it's a fucking capture of it. Um, so the first product we ever had, because after we started, people like two weeks in were asking for stickers and patches and shit. I'm like, that's not that's not really a thing, guys. It's just a meme page. They're like, we'll totally give you money for stickers and patches. <laughs> I don't fucking understand it. Well, the bitch slips were um, they were like uh, business cards, right? But it said things like, uh, I really one of them said, I really think you need a new classification after that last run. <laughs> and it had derp class on it. That was your class. It says, you're making the rest of us look good. Oh, hold and on. Was- I, I got something because you sent me something, and I got it. And when I got it, I was like, what is this? Yep, that and, was a bitch slip. Like, <laughs> and I was like, okay, maybe they might have made a typo, but I'll keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yeah. I'm so, going to get it. I'm going to get it. We we sold a lot of that. Well, not a lot of them, but they were selling enough to where I was able to buy then buy stickers and patches, right? So this whole thing has all been feeding itself. And um, uh, when we we started doing like jerseys and we actually bought the, the rights to do the dry fire decals and everything like that, I had all these bitch slips. I took them off the website. And I just started throwing one in with all of the early orders. So anybody that got one of the early orders ended up with a bitch slip in their, in their order as well. So they were they were pretty humorous. We got a kick out of it. it was like uh, it was making fun of people that ended up at like the safe table in the middle of a match. It was like you're obviously having a bad day. <laughs> I can't find it. It's over there at my table with my loading yeah. stuff, and I saw it. And I but I tell you, it was awesome because when I got it, I really thought I was like. Is this a typo? <laughs> you know? Like I gave him money and he's fucking picking on me. But right, but then at the same time, I thought about that because I was like, because you and I interacted before at Area Eight and we had a good laugh and I loved how you know you picked <laughs> on me and everything like that. And and that's how I look at it. I'm like, if you didn't pick on me, you that means you don't like me, you know, you, you know, or you like me, I should say. So I was like, oh, he likes me. That's pretty cool. So yeah. when you sent me that, I was like. Oh, he remembers me. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but I did shoot that poorly. Right yeah, now, I'm kind of realizing you didn't remember me. Yeah. <laughs> with, dude, it, it's, it's you're um, not special, Huggy. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, hold on. You're pretty special, Huggy. I mean, you're special. <laughs> Short but special, but you're yeah. special. So thank you. You're wearing a harness. What people don't understand is that. I will straight up forget your name. I I will know you for 10 years. We would have practiced, gone to hundreds of events together. You might live in my house. And if I'm doing something and I look at you and I go, last name, it's because I've forgotten your fucking name. I'm not going to play around and pretend and him haul. I'm just like, and I got buddies who'll come to a match where I'm running registration. They're like, hey, so, uh, I, you know, I'm on squad two. I want to be on squad three. I'm like, name, bro, how do you, I was like, look, I'm not. Uh, you know that I've forgotten your name. Just fucking tell it to me. Later on in the day, I'll completely know what your name is the rest of the, my entire life. But sitting at registration, you better just tell me your name. I don't know it. I just don't know do it. what I do. I call it, but I don't know their name. Doug. Doug. Oh, yeah. Right, <laughs> Doug. I had, a, had a plumber guy. He called everybody Newt. Yeah. <laughs> wow. One of them, one of the bitch slips said something. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. I, I don't have. Can you all make the original one that says artwork. "Huggy, you're not special." Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make that as a banner. What match yeah. are you shooting next? Yeah. <laughs> what match are you shooting next? I'll Huggy? kick in, Huggy. You're not. Uh, special. I'll, 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 I'll be in area. We love him, 
Area you eight. Go, you're going to be at Area Eight. Yes, I will be at Area Eight. That's just I, and I hope it's just like in the corner. Just says, by the way, Huggy, you're not special. Now you got to know, right. I'm not that guy. I'm not putting it in the corner. It'll be the main ba- banner for the stage that I'm sponsoring. So right, right. And there's going to be all these people that walk up and they're like, "Who the fuck is Huggy?" But it's going to have your Instagram handle on it, right? So people come to find you and remind you that you're not special. Right. Listen, you know right. what? If well, it gets us more listeners, well, Huggy, you just have to suck it up, dude. Take one for the team. Take the hit. It's not. You got big, broad shoulders. That's right. Well, you know, everybody's going to know who I am because on our back of our jerseys, it's got my name, Huggy, on it. So they'll be able to. That's way better. That's way better. (laughs) I'm in. So they're going to be like, man, Bill Duda really doesn't like you, does he? I'm going to be like, he loves me. He loves me. (laughs) He loves you so much, he left. Right, He's like I'm out. I can't do it. Chased him away. Oh no! I think he went to go design the banner. Right. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh-huh. He's like, he's like, oh, well. And when he comes like, back, just be like, we're we're done. He was, he was just right beside me. <laughs> I feel very lonely down here by myself. It, it must be the alien audio books he's yeah. reading. They came and got him. He's been oh taken. We have a particular set of skills. He's on his own. He he went fast and don't suck. I mean, he went fast. He definitely went fast. That was yeah. quick. He's like, fast as fuck, boy. I'm gone. He gone. Right. I'll go. Oh, I hear him. Oh, this oh, shit happened last is. time. Oh. Yeah. There's Chuckles. <laughs> Doug, is that you? Last time it was Instagram that gave up on, on me. Last This time it was you guys, but yeah. No, my, my, would never give all up of my on apps you. crashed for whatever reason. I don't know. I well, what are you going to do? Yeah. So oh, any new man. target packs on the horizon? Uh, yes, but I can't talk about it because of who it's going to be about. So I okay. have to find out if that's going to be a public thing or if it's just something for his students. Um, mm. Yeah, so the, the target packs as they are are pretty good. Um, they incorporate a lot of targets. The thing was, you can go out and buy, like, you can buy the cardboard stuff and things like that, and you end up sticking them, you know, having to put pins in your walls, or you're sitting there with your scissors cutting out your own cardboard targets. Same problem, you got to tape them or pin them to your wall somehow. Um, But we we have the three scales. You got your uh, third quarter and sixth scale target, so you can set up, basically, you can almost do a three-build drill, you know, um, or a build drill, or however you want to handle that where you got three different distances you can work with all standing from the same spot. Um, mm. But it's real important that when, you, when you're when you doing that and you've got scaled targets like this, that you remember that you're shooting at scaled targets. Um, I have a buddy of mine that I've, I've had to, like, browbeat. Um, <laughs> you, you see him go to a match, and, and he'll shoot a, a four-yard target just as fast as he shoots a 10-yard target. And I'm going, I'm like, stop it! And I'm, like, you know, trying to slap his head. I'm, stop it! And, uh... And what I found out, because I went over his house one time when we, he was doing some dry fire, and I saw he was doing exactly the same thing in dry fire with the scaled targets. It's like, you have to slow down, aim at the A zone, and pretend like you've broken a shot and you're shooting at a distant target. Otherwise, you're going to screw yourself up when it comes to match time. Make sure you're gripping the gun like you're going to grip, expecting recoil and everything. Otherwise, you screw yourself up. But um, as far as new targets, we're doing... The uh, the mega packs we have 
um, the sample packs for people that aren't quite sure what, what it is they're going to be spending $30 on so they can buy a $5 sample kit and it'll come with some six scale targets to throw up on the wall and see what it is that you're actually buying. Or see this in match that at a, at a match where we're doing a, uh, the match support role, we'll have the whole booth set up and, um, you can fondle one of my targets and see if that's really what you want to spend money on. I just yeah. got real excited. Dude, I was like, yeah. Bill Duda. He said, you said I could fondle it, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. get, out of my, get out of my pants, Huggy. Yeah. That's right. I'll be like, oh, Bill Duda. All he, all he said was, make ready. Make ready. Right. That's it. I should start recording uh, sound bites for people's cell phones. That's right. That's right. Yeah. For your ringtone, it'll go beep. <laughs> uh, somebody's gonna take it off of youtube and just be like oh, yeah okay. yeah that's yeah. it that's my they're gonna replay that over and over again to make sure they got the timing right <laughs> any any um any plans to expand the store from i mean you already sell the targets jerseys banners anything you see adding anytime and well, yeah future? there's there's a number of things that we're working on well we, I'm working on adding. Um, I've got the thing is, is like I've said before, I, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to take investors. I don't want to take somebody else's money. So really, it's all about what's coming in is what pays for everything else. So um, I do have um, branded mugs coming. Uh, you know, the ones that I like drinking alcohol out of the thirty ounces. So we'll have those. We'll have those at the next couple matches as soon as I get them in, and then. Um, Depending on how they're doing at the matches, they'll they'll show up on the store eventually. But I want to get people that are um, like right now. I, you know, we do the the seven inch seven and a half inch bumper stickers for the Go Fast Don't Suck on the website. Well, we what a lot of people don't realize is we we do also have in my hand. I've got the No Fast All Suck and the Kind of Slow Some Suck um, bumper stickers as well. But we're really only offering those at matches we go to right now. We'll release them to you know. Uh, the store as well, but right now it's kind of like you kind of get first dibs if you come to a match that we've sponsored with the match support. So it's it's also another little prestige thing, right? Like you've come to a match that we're supporting by being there and doing the live scoring, you might get first dibs at buying a product that nobody else can get yet on a website. So I like that. Smart. Yeah. yeah. So just trying to give a little prestige to things because we can keep coming out with new things, but I don't want to, uh, I don't want to go in the hole. I want to make sure that all of my bills are paid as far as the company goes. Um, so yeah, I'm looking, <laughs> having, I'm having looking. spent six grand on tablets and, uh, and Wi-Fi accoutrement, you know, there's, uh, there's quite a bit of money that was spent in, in that project. So I've got to, I've got to be careful where I'm spending money right now. Anyway, you're definitely right, not I'm getting looking. free stuff, Huggy. Oh, dang on it. I've got some free stuff for you. I've got, uh, my wife hasn't done laundry yet. What do you want? He's got a giant (laughs) banner that says, Huggy, you're not special on it. (laughs) Right. You you better make sure you're shooting on Sunday. That banner's staying up the whole match. Oh, I'm actually shooting, so I'll be Uh, there. If you're shooting shooting Sunday, stick around after the match. You can take the banner down and take it home with you. I will. As a matter of fact, I'm actually, I am shooting Sunday. So I will be there definitely for sure. So the background um, of his of his thing's going to change. It's not going to say man cave anymore. It's going to say, uh, you know, Huggy, you're not special in the background from now on. That's now. right. That's right. It's going to go up. It's going up. It's going to be Huggy's 
going to be Huggy's dungeon. It's going to have a teddy bear and freaking full BDSM kit. <laughs> That's right. I'm so happy we'll right now. That's, we'll call it Huggy's hole. Uh, I, I'm gonna a lot of slow bunch of suck. I'm going to start <laughs> researching uh, BDSM, BDSM teddy bear. There you go. Uh, I've well, never I been more be. happy to be on an interview than I am today. People are going to be so, you know, like when I when I die and people go through my search history, they're going to be very confused. The, the, well, the, the, the images that you research to make a decent meme get really weird sometimes. Now the upside is if Huggies is getting a banner, now you've got a guy that will come and clear your browser history. <laughs> there you go. You know? That's, That's it. That's it. It's in my I feel will, like so. I feel like the name Go Fast Don't Suck would be a good steel challenge uh stage i feel like you guys should create stage nine for the uspsa steel challenge it's never gonna happen bro we've barked <laughs> up that i've barked up that tree as a match director and it's never going to happen mm. it's um or if it does it's going to come with a lot of anger from the steel challenge community because it's like to them it's like not even nascar because nascar you get to go to different tracks right it's like it's like uh drag racing they know they want to they want to shoot their quarter mile and they don't want to shoot anything but that quarter mile. And if you tell them that they have to shoot something other than a quarter mile for a level three, they just won't fucking show up, man. Um, so, hmm. no, they all they all practice. And that's why the eight stage kit can be real important to those guys. Because, I mean, shit, dude, you, you know, if you're if you're going to a match and you practice those motions on scaled targets that are exactly the same size you're going to see on the range. You're you're gonna get that leg up on the competition, so yeah, because there's a lot of muscle memory and snapping yeah. back and forth, and you can so with the steel challenge kits, you can set up a part timer and figure out if shooting that that round plate, that ten inch plate instead of the rectangle first, is going to be faster or not? Because you can set right. up a part timer and work your way through, you know, thirty iterations of that. And next day, go right. through and then figure out which one's faster for you. Yep. yep. So yep. all without yeah. shooting a single round. And, and in today's environment, that's kind of important. that's an investment right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, honestly, thirty dollars of ammo might not get you very far, but a thirty dollars yeah, fucking steel challenge kit will get you there. You your know? return right. on investment on that is, I mean, it pays dividends. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. So how long Speaking have you been about- making memes? How long? <laughs> oh, so this all started. I'd have to I'd have to do some browser searching here, but there was a meme that I saw somebody, one of my uh, close friends from high school. Their kid was doing rowing, and they posted a, a meme about it had the different heartbeats, right? So it was like a heartbeat, and it was like getting ready to, to do something, and it was on flat lines, like standing by to do something, and it was all fucking over the place like this. And it was like during it, and I was like, that's exactly shooting USPSA. Make ready. Normal heartbeat, stand by, you fucking pretty much die waiting for the beep. And then you just forget whatever you're supposed to do and you run around like your hair's on fire. So I posted that on my personal page. And it got a lot of reactions, more than like I was accustomed to from friends that shoot the sport. I was like, oh. And I looked around, I was like, you know, actually nobody's really doing memes about USPSA. Let's, maybe I should do something with this. And that's how I ended up started doing the memes was because people were reacting to it. It wasn't a lot at first, but as far as like the amount of people that were following me versus, you know, the number of likes it was getting, it, 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 it turned into a thing. I brought a couple buddies on board to uh, help 
make memes because it's hard to be funny every day. And then, uh, it's true. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, life gets in the way, but, uh, we do, we've, we, we were doing, uh, three a day for a while and then we cut it down, back down to two. And then now we're at one a day. And what we found was people really weren't devastated. We, we really had a lot of content going out there and people just weren't seeing it because it was getting overrun on social media with all the other stuff that goes on throughout the day. So Facebook and Instagram aren't really uh, willing to show your content to somebody three times a day, but once a day, they'll do it totally every time, you know? So. Well, I, I liked your last one here where it says you're a dumb animal. I feel like you caused this guy some PTSD. <laughs> that was one of our early ones. Yeah. So, yeah. We find stuff on the internet sometimes or, you know, Keto will post it. She posted that picture herself on her on our page about wherever she was. And I was like, okay. that's, that's actually hilarious because that guy looks really uncomfortable with himself. <laughs> and we made that. Meeting. He's like, my wife's going to yeah. see this. Yeah. And then we, uh, we recently started doing a uh, throwback Thursdays. So I hashtag it as hashtag throwback uh, GD, uh, GDFS throw, uh, throwback. And it's all of these older memes that a lot of the newer audience just isn't going to see. So I'll go back and pull one from early on and, and throw it up there now. So people that were, you know, can see where we, where we started and shit. But yeah. Has anybody ever contacted you to ask you to take something down that was about them? Uh, yes, but not the way you think. So we were pretty careful. Uh, and it's not careful because like, I'm scared of offending somebody. I'm really not, but I don't want to be the guy. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy that like pisses off somebody to the point where they go and make an anti me account. Right. Like it, some of these other pages and people you see uh, piss off the wrong number of people and they start like getting together and creating like fuck you pages. And I didn't want to be, I didn't want to have to deal with that drama. Right. So we'll, we'll ask for permission. I won't, I won't make fun of a company or make fun of a sponsor or make fun of a person using their image or their name without like, it being okay with them so i'll make a meme send it to him like you good with us posting this and i've gotten a couple people that were like i'd really rather not be known for that <laughs> i'm like yeah i totally get it dude don't worry about it we won't share it um uh, but i had um we had done one it was like a man the team the team would totally fucking remember this guy's name but it was like we did the one where it was like gus it's like your best buddy on the range but he's really slow doesn't reset and sits in his chair all day or something like that but everybody loves gus right well <laughs> Uh, yeah. Gus is, we use like some standard image we found off of a search for like, you know, search the name Gus and somebody would come up. We used that image. It wasn't like we had to go find somebody specific. And, uh, and the guy's son found the meme and had come to us and was like, yo, he's like, listen, that's my dad. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he's like, could you not? And I was like, I was like, what? So I got on like dude's Instagram and went through his history, and sure enough, it was his dad. I was like, I was like, yeah, wow. Dude. I was like, I'll take that down. <laughs> um, we did have we did have one meme that went out that was about it was like the whole Fox News breaking news thing about mm -hmm. nationals requiring everybody to wear masks, and it was it was hilarious to us. We figure our audience would think it was funny, you know. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of uh, potato heads out there. And it, and people started like actually, for some reason they think we actually break news. We don't, <laughs> and they or they think CNN cares about USPSA, and they don't. Um, but they they, they don't started, even know what USPSA is. 
dude, they started they started uh, emailing and calling uh, headquarters. They started withdrawing from matches. What? And I was, yeah, dude. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? So we, I went and edited it, and it's the one that says, if you're emailing headquarters about a meme, you're a fucking idiot, right? Or something like, right. you know, you're not one of our audience. You're a potato head or some shit like this. But, um, but yeah, th- there was a there was a certain gentleman that wanted us to actually just pull the post completely. I was like, that's not. I tried to explain to the guys, like, listen, that's not really what you need. I was like, we're we're doing what what needs to be done. We've we've altered it to the point where people will see that it's really not about. It was supposed to be funny. It wasn't supposed to be serious. Um, but yeah, so we, you know, I, I don't play those games. That's that's another reason I won't do it. Investors, I don't want somebody to tell me what I think is funny isn't funny. Fuck that guy, right? Right. So, huh. Yeah. Well, if you want a good meme, you can look up one with Leo and I. <laughs> I've got enough butt sex videos on my computer. I don't need more <laughs> of you and Leo. First of all, I have Christ. a great Listen, butt. I so... already know which one of you is the catcher. I don't need to see it. I just like it's bad enough. God. Oh. I feel like you're missing a golden opportunity here. No, it's it's more like a yeah, golden shower opportunity. I don't need to see that shit. <laughs> you guys will be like freaking uh Team American, they're taking golden showers on each other. I don't need to see oh, that. Yeah. I'm glad Huggy left me out of that one. Well, I was just, oh, I was actually, I don't know what Huggy's talking about, to be honest. I'm talking but... about the whole dry fire thing. That's what I was talking oh, about. Oh, where you shot fire. me in the face. I didn't yeah. even bring it up. I would like to point out, I went this entire, just to be very clear, I went this entire interview without bringing it up which is a first yes, but I, and then I you did. were like oh i was i was fiending for my fix of leo talking about me shooting him in the face that's right see yeah see, all right guys we, we've already gone down the golden showers road where it went i don't want to know i took a shot to the face from that here, here enormous man you you ready yeah. oh i see what he's saying now and i'm like oh oh and i'm like okay that that wall oh. and then, <laughs> Are you okay, Leo? <laughs> I know it's not loaded, and I know he's not going to shoot me, but he's literally pointing that at my image right now, and it's freaking me out, man. I know. It's just, you're, you're like, well, for me, where are you at? You're yeah. Like- yeah. Jesus. <laughs> well, look, this isn't the Trevor oh, the interview. Wall. Here's the wall. Yeah. Freaking wall. I don't. I don't have the tre- the Trevor interview, so I don't. I don't have all those same accoutrement I do. I mean, I can wiggle something around at you. Okay. Oh, oh. it never Blown his load on my face. Now, it looks like I've put my PCC dildo away, so I don't. Uh, have Sorry, that's okay. Maybe I'll just, next time. I'll, I'll dream of it. Just. Uh. That's, that's, yeah. It's not making me more comfortable. I don't know if you thought about my comfort level or not. But. Yeah. Thanks, Huggy. Appreciate it. You're welcome. No, that's that's hilarious, dude. I, I we've had some. There's so much weird shit that goes on, and I, I've had somebody ask me a question that I've never. I was in the military for a long time. I've been, you know, me all the time, and a buddy of mine goes up and grabs another buddy's ass at a match, and his kid's standing there, and he looks up at his, and his wife's standing there, and the kid looks up at his mom, at his wife, and goes, "Mom, why did that guy just grab daddy's ass?" <laughs> <laughs> and it turned into a really big thing to where I got the point of me being asked the question. Think about this for a second. Being asked this question, why do guys find it funny to act like they're gay to one another? Yep. Yeah, what the fuck? Well, what the fuck would your yeah. answer be? Because I don't know. 
I don't know why we do it. It's fucking hilarious. I don't know why we think it's funny. But trying to answer that question to a certain person that's seriously asking you it and you're drunk? Oh, yeah. I've got a fucking good answer. For <laughs> I, don't, you. I don't know if there's a legitimate reply to that that doesn't cool. involve a lot of cursing and, and uh, yeah, it's just fun. Like, if you don't get it, you don't get humor. It's not good humor. It's not clean humor, but it's definitely, I don't that's, know, yeah. homoerotic. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why we find it funny, but we do. And I got asked a serious ass question in the middle of drinking at a freaking staff dinner. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I tried though. <laughs> oh, I guess the, the effort was there. Yeah, it's not yeah. about being gay. It's about making the other person uncomfortable. It's the only thing I could come up with. It's about making <laughs> right. it awkward. Yeah. 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 It's like watching uh, Step Brothers <laughs> or or anything with those guys in it, man. They do some just real uncomfortable scenes, and you're like, "Wow, that's kind of funny, but really fucked up." <laughs> like, Did you put your right. boss on my drum set? <laughs> oh man i love that shit well yeah. that's all i've got guys do you guys have any questions for bill that we haven't already asked <laughs> I got I not. i'm out of alcohol i've drank i've drank out of both of my bullet glasses so i got nothing uh, man, i'm, I'm waiting you see these these fucking bullet glasses are cool yeah yeah i've got a couple yeah, myself we we got some yes yes so. Apparently, him and his him and his kid make hand make them. So, wow. Oh yeah, I can't do that. (laughs) What make anything? Make make, yeah. Well, make glasses at the very least. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I can make fucking mistakes, but usually somebody else is involved. (laughs) You know, I've got three kids. (laughs) Hell, I got three grandkids. There's a lot of mistakes going on. (laughs) Right. They know what causes that now. Oh, do they? Have they figured yeah. it out? Yeah. Science. Sec- science. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's ban science to make kids stop having it. <laughs> 100%. I'm on board. Uh, oh. All Bill, right. Do you, you have any final comments or, or anything? Any- no, actually, I'm really, I'm really proud of you guys, how grown up you were for not asking a single Foley question. So it's been outrageously awesome. So. You're welcome. Yeah, good job. Well done. <laughs> Dad Actually, keeps us in line. All right. Well, I'm going to bring up a Foley thing anyway because I think it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> so you guys know the you guys know the t-shirt thing I I have right the uh, middle of the road. Uh, what is it? Middle of the road. Nobody. Nothing. Something. I can't remember what the name of the shirt is. But anyway, um, I'm at the hotel work and I'm talking to some friends and so a hand jumps out in front of me and I shake it. I look up and it's Mike. I'm like, hey, Mike, how you doing? You know, we're chatting. And I, you know, for all the grief that I give Mike, I give everybody else the same, you know, grief too, as long as they let me. And Mike has no problem with me giving him grief. So, um, you know, as much shit as I talk, it's we're still good, you know. Um, so we're talking and stuff. And I go to leave the hotel and I realize I'm actually wearing that shirt. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, I'm like, holy crap. And I ask him, like, next day I'm like, did you even realize the shirt that I was wearing yesterday? He's like, yeah, totally. I was like, I had no idea the shirt that I was wearing. That's amazing. Wow. He's like, yeah. So we have a good time, Mike and I. I mean, as much shit as I, and that's the thing that like, if I get to the point where I'm just like fucking with people constantly and, and they don't, they really don't appreciate it or they don't want that, it becomes a problem. Yeah. I, I'd rather, I'd rather you be in on the joke than fucking hate me. So, or hate me. I don't care. Hate me because you, you lost to me by a point or I came in second in area seven. 
I shot, I shot my best match I've ever shot, and I, I still only hit 96 percent of Coley. So, yeah, still better than me and Huggy. That's right. It's a low bar, it's but true. You know. that's right. Well, you gotta set it somewhere. Yeah, even if I mean, you dig a, it'd be hard to, to trip a, over that bar. You have to dig a hole and put the bar down in the hole. Yeah, you'd be like, all right, everybody, step over the bar. Be careful. Yeah. Oh, that's not a fault line. Okay, yeah. sorry. Basically, you're telling small children that are crawling, like, don't fall in the hole. Well, right. you know, you 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 spend so much time at matches and and watching other people shoot, and you kind of want to start performing like they do. So, yeah, I, I'm waiting for that day to happen for me. But it's I know like, I was going to well, say in my dude, mind. There's this there's this little thing where you have to actually the effort thing. Yeah. It's actually it's actually more than Ugh. this, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah, well, it's bigger when you get it closer to the camera, so it's really big. Is it bigger? It's false perspective. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let me stand up. Yeah. Bigger. Look away. Look away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, mommy. At, at this level of inebriation, it looks like an innie, so don't worry about it. Right. All right. I was in the pool. Yeah. It was cold. Right. Your wife's really going right. to give you that awkward look. <laughs> Oh please! That's like that's how I wake up. Wake up, roll over. She's like, "Are you still here?" <laughs> Been there. Don't I have a restraining order against you? Right. All right, all right gentlemen. Well, you all have a fantastic evening. You I'm too. Sorry Thank for you for coming your on podcast. But you, oh, uh, I you love it on yourself. So it's I look true. for the Christmas gifts. Christmas gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Sending out ball sack scented trees this year, so you'll enjoy. Nice. <laughs> nice. Gee, all right, and, write that down. Ball sack and we will see you at area eight. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So come find me, or you know, because I'll be in my booth by the time you guys are shooting. So come find me and right. throw your banner. I'm Absolutely. totally making yes. that happen. All right. All right, gentlemen. All right. Take it easy. Right. Have a good night. Take it easy. Later. See you, Bill. Until next time. Don't be a little bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm.